Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Frog Flicks. I'm Richard Edgman, returning. We also have an with Studio. Andrew Van Houston. Hey, guys. And our third guest, Michelle Carter, cannot be here. She's flying back home to Chile. But so we're just the two of us, and there's to start off kind of buzz. There's only there's only one real thing to talk about. Yeah, this week. I'm sure if you've, you've been on Twitter, you've seen a lot of the posts, the heartfelt messages. But kind of Marvel founder, creator, figurehead, Stanley passed away this week. He's been he's been active. He died at age 95. Um, lived a really good life. Started doing all comic book stuff since the 40s. It's just been a, wow, a long time and. Really sad to see him go, but we definitely can thank him for all of the great things he has done. Yeah, I mean, just, I don't know, the last 10 years, it's kind of been defined by Marvel movies and Stan Lee cameos. And, I mean, like, I love that he at least got to see this kind of more entertainment, kind of newsstand comic book genre. Now on the big screen, like Black Panther. Yeah. Like, I wish we could have seen that him that Black Panther of the Oscars, maybe Stan Lee there too. Yeah. As, like, the last final like sign of the of the acceptance but you know he just really there was a video released on his twitter mm-hmm. kind of his last words before he passed away uh i think we should listen to that real quick yeah let's listen to it here we go sense of humor and uh and and you know it's well it's it's an equal love and love fest because i love my fans i cannot tell you how much i love my fans they Sometimes at night I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, uh, what's it all about, you know? And then I get a letter from a fan or I read something or I see something or I remember something and I realize it's so lucky to have fans, fans who really care about you. And that's the reason I care so much about the fans because they just, they make me feel so great. And there's something, if you think about it, that is wonderful about somebody caring about you as I care about them, whom you've never met, who may live in another part of the world, but they care and you have something in common, and occasionally you contact each other. And this business of fans, I think, is terrific. And I love them all. So, I mean, he clearly touched all of us. This, we, I've never met him. I'm assuming you haven't. Met him. <laughs> no, I haven't. No, met but him. you do feel but you like you feel like you're connected with yeah. him in so many ways through the Marvel, especially since you were talking about like yeah. the past ten years in particular. You see him in all these movies, the cameos. It's just like, obviously, the fans had a huge impact in his life and just, like, vice versa as well. Yeah, I, I just... It's going to be hard believe like, he's gone. Like, I, the next Marvel movie, like, there will be a point oh, definitely when we run out of cameos, right? And that's... Mm-hmm. It won't be... It'll probably be in inf- the new Infinity War. Yeah. I mean, probably have that, like, theirs. But there is going to be this, like, it's the end of the era. Like, I don't know... It, kinda, it's kind of a proper ending, but at the same time, you just don't want it. To, it just, you don't want yeah. it. You, Chris Evans is leaving as yeah. Captain America and all these other ones, and it's just like the real significant end. It's, I don't know, but just... It's, it's all right. What's your uh, favorite cameo? Uh, I think it's going to be 
is either Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy 1 or 2. It's when Yondu and Rocket start jumping through time and space, <laughs> yeah. and he's in the uh, the astronauts talking to the Watchers. Yes, I was thinking that like he's in, like, there's one where he's, like, an orange astronaut or yellow astronaut. Yes, yeah. It, it's the other, it's, like, that's the other cameo, I think, right? Or is it oh, I think it's the same one. Oh, I think, I think it's, it's, yeah, it, so, a <laughs> little backstory behind that, like, comic book nerd time, that those group of aliens are extra-dimensional aliens that watch over the entire history of the universe at all times okay. and can travel through time and space, which could, the argument was Stan Lee is a watcher. Mm-hmm. He's one of those people who is reporting back. Oh, yeah, that's so really cool. I, I find like that, like it explains all of the cameos like existing, so it's probably why my favorite, because it unites them. Yeah, I, I still remember the Infinity War was pretty funny when he was driving the bus with uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. I'm trying to think. The other ones, I mean, he just comes up and you're like, oh, Stanley, yeah. here you go, here you go. Yeah, it's always just a nice little, there's one in Spider-Man that's pretty good, where he just kind of comes into frame and it's like, it's yeah. very shocking, and you're just like, oh, there's Stan, where you're waiting for it the whole movie, and then he just kind of, you know, saunters in, and then the movie ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, one question I have, kind of going with the whole Marvel, is when's Infinity War dropping its trailer? That's true. Or, I mean, not really called Infinity War, it's second Avengers. Yeah. They've been really quiet. We have like a couple yeah. like hint, we have you know we know about the Loki movie or TV show on Netflix yes. and but they've been so quiet ever since that one ladder tweet. We you know yeah. I mean they want to keep it in the dark. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too. And I but I also want answers. Yeah, I agree. But then it leaves more room for surprises when it gets a little closer. Yeah, I think I think the in the first Infinity War, a lot of the trailer was like things we knew were going to happen. We know the war is going to start, yeah. right? But you don't really have context. You know, you don't have your Thor subplot really getting into. You don't have, you know, other side plots that are yeah. kind of revealing. I think with this one, you can't show anything, or people are starting to figure it out. People will figure, it. and you don't want so many theories. There's already so many conspiracy theories to like what's yeah. happening, like. I know I've seen, like, the Infinity Gauntlet. Is Nebula going to get it like she does in the comics? In the comics, of course. Or just does, does, how how does Stark reenact? Is it going to be set in the future, like 30, yeah. 30 years in or whatever? We get, um, days of future past type situation, yes, right? exactly. There's yeah. so many conspiracy theories out there. Um, but I don't know. I guess the surprise could Yeah, be but speaking of trailers, a couple big ones dropped this yes, week. Yes, let's uh, talk about some of the good trailers. All right, so which one do you want to start with? Let, I think, so Toy Story Toy Story was first. Okay, Toy, Toy Story, Story 4 uh, released a trailer earlier this week. More of a teaser. Well, they did two. They did two. Yeah, so, but both of them are teasers, both about a minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah. First one is just more of kind of all your characters back. All of your characters, and then there's this spork character yeah. in the end, and he's like, "I'm not a toy." I'm do you? Not- do you, I don't even remember where he was from. Is he from the third one? Or? No, he's a brand new character. Brand new. He's a brand new character. Okay. Um, which is interesting because now you're kind of thinking like, what is defined yeah. as a toy in this okay. case. So okay. can just I put googly eyes on my cell phone and count that as a toy that comes to life. Do, yes. You what know? Is, <laughs> arts and crafts just got way more ethical. Art, arts and crafts. I think of well, in the Lego movie too and it's like what's defined as Legos yeah. and then at the end of the Lego movie the, yeah. the sister brings out all these like creative it's very similar to that where it's just like weird elements are now you're, being Incorporated and now we're looking at different definitions of what a toy is. Yeah, you're, you kind of right. It is very Diplo-esque, you know, very yeah. rudimentary, younger kid. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be a dark film. Yeah. I think it's going to be a very dark film. Tom Hanks, 
even said that. I heard of her. I've heard about this. It was a very emotional read through when he was reading the end. I just I hope they don't die. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they are. They got me close in the end of Toy Story three. Uh, Toy Story I three mean, was a close call. When they all start holding, like, and the, the, oh the, no, the fire. <laughs> you're just. I remember I saw that, and oh, I, that had, that was more like me, me and like five of my high school friends. And we've never all had like man, the one man tear. And like, oh, oh no, we're fine. We're fine. This is fine. This is. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I cried more at that than when like, what do you got abandoned by? Oh, the I, that last fifteen minutes of that movie, I was a sob fest. Oh, <laughs> it was too. And now they're just like hanging us hard with a fourth one. Well, but, but I kind of more adult theme. You'd have the second trailer where they're yes. the Key and Peele are doing mm-hmm. like they're doing their uh, kind of a chauffeur bit. Yeah, like almost verbatim. I'm. I was waiting for Liam Neeson to show up. <laughs> like you're just waiting for that drop. Yeah. Um. And that's you know a little bit older kind of jokes. Like I think they're aware that the audience is not children anymore. Mm-hmm. It's people who have lived with these characters for since they were kids and yeah. now want to move on. So Disney is just going dark. Is basically what you're telling me. <laughs> I would not. I mean, we speaking of our another uh, the other trailer. Yeah. Dumbo that released. Mm-hmm. I would agree. They're going dark. Yeah. Um. This one is going to be directed by Tim Burton. Okay. It's very clear from the trailer. It looks like it's Alice in Wonderland, Tim Burton. but a little bit darker, like yeah. color palette-wise, grayers. Kind of. We got Danny DeVito, too. Danny DeVito's in it. Um, we have Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. And one other one who is somebody big. Uh, Michael Keaton, I believe. I believe Michael Keaton's in it. Yeah. Um, but it, it looks kind of like um, jung- uh, Jungle Book. Yes. That kind of same animal style, but... In the Jungle Book, you had only those animals. So it all kind of worked. We're now adding in actors, and we're getting that uncanny valley effect. Like, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know if I'm going to like it. Um, I think live-action Disney movies are going – people, they're trying a little too hard with them, where Mm -hmm. it's just ruining the classic. Yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast. I enjoy Beauty and the Beast, but it's nothing compared to the classic that was – released in the 90s absolutely same with Alice in Wonderland same with Jungle Book Lion King I know they're doing a live action of that which will be the cast has me excited I I agree has potential the cast absolutely has potential but just the thought of a live action Lion King I don't know I just want to hear Beyonce and um, I think we may be in a similar situation where we're like in theory this should be a good movie and we watch it and we're like oh but I like the original more it's always the same with Emma Watson and Beauty and the Beast exactly you know they're not bad movies but it's you're you're reminded of the original Mm -hmm. it's so it's so influential I also kind of think like they have the sing me to sleep song over the trailer but it's really produced. Yeah. I, I, like, I like the original because it is so, like, simple. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like this, they're like, it's a movie. It's this, a, you know, like. Yeah, and Dumbo kind of looks sad. Like. This, yeah. It, I, it, it's like we're going in with all this knowledge. The movie itself knows where the movie's going. Yeah. Rather than let the story be told. I think there's, I I don't I don't know where exactly it's going to go in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It has me intrigued. I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance. It's, I'm willing to give it a yeah. chance. I trust. Too. I trust. You know Disney enough. Tim Burton. I do really appreciate his style. It looks more accurate. Like yeah. like the, you. The problem with Alice in Wonderland is it's so ridiculous that he loses himself. Yeah. We have kind of he's at a carnival. We're at a little weirdness. Kind of reminds me of Batman. Okay. Like you know the Mike, again Michael Keaton Mike, movie. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe he is we'll, going. He is going back to his roots a little yeah, bit. Yeah, which I I would be okay with. Um, yeah. But 
going far away from oh, its roots. Oh, yes, the uh, third trailer. Yes, <laughs> probably one of the most discussed trailers around <laughs> campus for us. Detective Pikachu. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Richard. I, where do we start? Okay. I don't even know where we start. Okay. I did think, you did you even know that this was happening? Yes, I did. A uh, lot of people were so blindsided. I had known because of the Ryan Reynolds. Uh, okay. I know Ryan Reynolds was signed on to do it because uh, when you hear he's going to do Pikachu, you don't believe it. Yeah. And you watch the trailer and you go, it's Ryan Reynolds' as Pikachu. Like there is no, there is no trying to carry his voice, change his voice or anything. It is. I just don't know if I. I I'm sorry, but Ryan Reynolds, just too much Deadpool. What well, too much Deadpool? It feels sarcastic. It feels like Ryan yes. Reynolds knows. I, like you can see him. You being know Ryan Reynolds, the next Deadpool movie, they're gonna pull something like that. You know, Pika you know. Pika, Pika, like Pika. like he's gonna put on the detective hat. It's over. Like happening. <laughs> I just. I, I guess I'm so used to the Pika Pika voice, so then when you hear Ryan Reynolds, you're like, oh my god, what yeah. is going on? But you kind of, that's so odd, but then you have the solid Mr. Mime bit in the end of the trailer, yeah. where they're really using the aspects of Pokemon. If you take it seriously, mm-hmm. where can you add these kind of visual gags? Yeah. And that looks far more interesting than like the Charizard or Greninja. I was going to say, visually, the Pokemon look good. Yeah. They yeah. look good for, I mean... Films have to be good these days. Yeah, definitely. I like the Jigglypuff. Yes, Jigglypuff, the, the angry Jigglypuff. Well, the debate. So, how do you feel about furry Jigglypuff? People have been saying they don't like how she looks. They imagine her differently. You're. I I've never really played Pokemon that much, okay. so I'm not like so attached. Attached. I like Jigglypuff. I I don't like her in any Smash Bros. <laughs> but <laughs> going off that, I don't mind. I think. It kind of looks cool. I just like yeah. how she was feisty. That's what yeah. I. That's what I well, really that, appreciate. It definitely feels like the Jigglypuff from the cartoon. Yeah. She has the microphone. Looks like she's drawing something on the face. Yeah. So fans will be enjoying that. I do think that like the more modern, like we talked about Greninja, he's one of the more like recent starter Pokemon's of people who are fans. Yeah. Um, you probably figured it out, but they look good because mm-hmm. that's kind of how the game's designed. It's, I think. It's the older models that people have a hard time with. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I was going to say, so I've been a fan of Smash Bros. Okay. A lot. And so the recent one for the Wii U, I think it was. Yeah, for the Wii U, all of the Pokemon that are in that game were shown in the trailer. Yeah. So I think it's also... A, Would not be surprised if there's a... Like the new Pikachu game came out on the Switch, Nintendo yeah. Switch. Pikachu and Eevee or something. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if there's like another kind of Detective Pikachu game coming out. Nintendo kind of bringing to the marketing. Oh, yeah. And ads in the new Smash it's Bros. Good, it's some good marketing. They've got to really play that up mm-hmm. for sure. And I think they I think they will. No, yeah. I mean, I don't... You know, it's, it's kind of their... That's their big sell. I mean, Pokemon still sells, like, Game Boy games. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> no one else plays them but for Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then... I don't know. We will see maybe more Pokemon Go aspects also involved. Mm-hmm. Try to bring it in. It looks great, though. I think, mm-hmm. like, the color looks amazing. Lots yeah. of, like... With the scene where he's at, like, the food stalls in the market. Mm -hmm. Like, lots of cool, like, neon blues and uh, uh, orange lighting. So, I'm interested in that. It's going to be a fun movie. Yeah. It's going to be a fun movie for sure. Yeah. It's it's weird seeing so much technical focus being put on such a silly topic. A silly topic, but I don't mind. And obviously, the Twitter world doesn't mind it either with all of their fun little... Oh, yeah. They're waiting. They, yeah. They're ready. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on. Um, so, you went to Lone Star. I did, this yeah. This past weekend. Do you want to talk about some of the things you saw? Sure. Any recommendations? So, I saw... Uh, 
kind of I also have reviews on TCU360.com if you want to get a little bit more depth. But three movies that really stood out, two of them are documentaries, one was a feature. First documentary was uh, called Boom, A Tale About the Sonics, which mm-hmm. is a small kind of indie band, garage band from the Pacific Northwest, Tacoma, Washington. And more, it kind of starts off about their music and how they got started, but it really turns to their producer who really believed in them and started to sell and give their uh, their t- records overseas in Britain, kind of believing that this band would take off and kind of started the British punk movement kind of this subversive thing and watching them come back and it's this very powerful kind of documentary i feel like it starts to match punk music very kind of simple editing yeah but boom big sounds big ideas just nice. in your face loud and you're just kind of like it flies by yeah. i mean i'm like when i was first thinking about how long is this movie running it was like i got 10 minutes left so that's mm. always really nice okay i saw another documentary called don't be nice it's about slam poets in New York, uh, New York Ooh, who are like working fun. their way to nationals. And at first it starts off like a sports movie, kind of like here's our team, here's the thing. Like the competitive yeah. nature. And the producer who was there at the Q&A even said they hired, um, they hired the coaches, they hired a uh, sports documentary uh, cinematographer and sound designer to kind of give that feel. But really there's these kind of shots while they're training of getting raw – and unedited versions of their performances and watching them reach these deep emotional and personal places. Wow. And it's just it's just there. The That's camera cool. Yeah. I mean like there was two in particular where I like I started to tear up. I just you, deeply you, yeah. Yeah, because it was because it's it's so private. Mm-hmm. And and they're just like even the their performers are starting to cry unintentionally. Like there's not a, a design point. It's like they just are brought to this point and you're just like taken back. Um I think that that's also a topic that most people like slam poetry. It's a little yeah. out there, and people don't realize how much effort people put in to create their art. I do think their work. that's a good part, good kind of comment to make because the movie does have a lot of them at computers, like working through their process of like you. You see, one of them has a as a poem that she brings back to their coach like three, four times. And it's like you need, I need to see you in it. Right, mm-hmm. the poem is technically fine. And kind of as an artist or a person of creative, we can get a we can associate with this of something that I want to express versus what's commercially ex- acceptable or viable, mm-hmm. right? How do I win the competition versus how do I put me in a poem? And make, and so that was really cool dynamic. And the last one was the Sisters Brothers, uh, okay. John C. Riley, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Jake Gyllenhaal, Riz Ahmed, and that this is. It's not what you think in the trailer. You think it's going to be like a normal Western, mm-hmm. but it's very kind of quiet. There is violence in it, and the violence is treated seriously, but there's a lot of, like, characters talking about philosophy, like their dreams, and the you think the climax is going to be one thing, and it subverts it, and you don't even realize you saw the climax 10 minutes ago. Oh, interesting. But you don't, you're not mad. Okay. You're like, oh, I understand this now. It kind of has uh, – there's a nice framing device of, like, journals – and it kind of has that feel of like things happen and you don't like life doesn't always and always is neat. Um, John C. Riley is a producer, also brought the book kind of he's it's his passion project mm-hmm. and he really shines the film. He has this kind of deep character. He understands what story he's telling. Um, I check it out, especially if you like a slower movie. OK. Um, period piece. Really cool lighting, really natural lit. Lots of shadows, kind of stark darks, really bright kind of windows. Really good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have any buzz out there, uh, but you can check out Crimes of Grindelwald 
or Grindelwald. Oh, yeah. That sh- that comes out this weekend. Uh, Widows is starting to make its way yes, into I, theaters. I unfortunately couldn't see Widows. It aired at Lone Star. Or, yes. Uh, premiered. But I've heard really good things. Mm-hmm. It got a lot of nice buzz at the place. P- people I, I definitely re- I trust recommended it. So Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think right. that's the I end, think of that's it. end of this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Frogflix. And, and you can look at our reviews at tcu360.com. Awesome. I hope you guys have a great week. See you Bye. next time. Enjoy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs>